turn to John, turn to the gospel of St. John, chapter number two and verse number one. And, and the third day, oh, I don't have time to get on that third day, but it's supernatural. The third day, there was a marriage. There was a marriage in Canaan, Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus said, Well, woman, he's a little bit irritated. Can you hear it? He didn't say mother. He says, Woman. What what I have to do with my hour is not yet come, and his mother—it's like she didn't even hear him. His mother said to the servants, "Whatever he says for you to do, just do it." You ever had your mama embarrass you, and especially in front of a crowd? Oh Lord. Mm -hmm. And there was set there six water pots. There were six. There were six water pots. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, um, six water pots of stone. And after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two or three farthings apiece, that's about 30 gallons. And Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw out now and, and bear unto the governor of the feast and they bear it and when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was but the servants knew the servants knew it was water mm -hmm. the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him every man at the beginning does set forth good wine and when the men had well uh, drunk then that which is worst but you've kept the good line, the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. I want to talk to you quickly this morning about strange, unscheduled miracles. Father, thank you this morning for your presence. We honor you. You've been a mother and a father to us. And we honor your name. And everybody shout Jesus. You may be seated. Now, now the gospel of Matthew, Mark, and Luke are all preoccupied proving the authenticity, the bloodline, uh, and the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Matthew 1 points out four uh, mothers in the genealogy of Jesus, uh, Rahab, uh, Tamar, Ruth, and Mary. Now, Tamar and, and Mary are Jewish. Rahab, Rahab and Ruth are Gentiles which shows us God's plan uh, in the beginning was to save the Jews and the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but John doesn't start his gospel with bloodlines or genealogy. John said in John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Before Adam and Eve, there was God. Before, in the Bible says Eve was the mother of all living, uh, but but before before there was a ladybug on the earth, but before there was a cricket uh, cricketing, and uh, before there was a hummingbird flying around, be before there were roses, before there was a sun, moon, and star, but but before there was a this or a that, John one and one says there was God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Um, the, the Message Bible said uh, the darkness couldn't stop the light. Now, now, the Bible uh, uh, doesn't start with mothers and fathers or, or, or couples having babies. The Bible starts with God. Mm -hmm. Verse 14 of John, 1 John says, And the Word was made flesh. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory of the only begotten of the Father, uh, full of grace and truth. So we had divinity uh, hanging out with humanity. We had the heavenly hanging out with the earthy. So, so John, John in his gospel raises the bar in the discussion, and he's saying, uh, Jesus is, he's not just the highest bar, he is the bar. He's far above Adam and Eve. He's, he's far above uh, Abraham and Sarah. He's far, far above uh, David and Bathsheba. He's, he's far above uh, Joseph and, and Mary. Chapter 1 establishes uh, that, that Jesus Christ is God uh, manifest in the flesh. But then in chapter 2, he's at a wedding feast. Now, now, what I need you to quickly understand is this is in chronological order. Chapter 1 really, they just put a chapter 2, but it was, it's really a book being written. It's supposed to flow right into chapter two. So in chapter one, he's this, uh, Jesus is this lofty, powerful, uh, with all power in heaven and earth. And then in chapter two, he's at a party where people are dancing and drinking and laughing and having a time. Uh, which is a paradox to me. Um, the great creator is at a party. Mm -hmm. uh, he isn't fasting. He's not praying. He's not raising the dead. 
He's not, he's not working miracles. He's just at a party. Hanging out with a bunch of carnal people that are already drunk. You ever been around a drunk? I got, I got, verse, verse number three. Mary says to Jesus, uh, baby, they have no wine. Now, this isn't a life-threatening situation. Not having wine. They were partying, but they had no wine. There was influential people there, but they had, the governor was there. He had just got there, but they had no wine. They were laughing, moving, shaking, line dancing. But they had no wine. Now, I don't believe that Jesus, the great I am, was, was, was just at a party uh, dancing and, hey. I, I, I don't believe that at all. I believe he's showing us you can have a family and be out of wine. You can have a nice house, the nicest one on the block, and be out of wine. You can have degrees more than a thermometer and be out of wine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, 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 and see, and see, what good is it if you've got a brand new vehicle but you have no wine. Mm -hmm. see, see, the world has tried for decades, for decades, uh, to make us think they've got it on and we're missing out on something. They got it going uh, and, and we're just all... See, the, the world wants to seduce us into thinking that they're more progressive and they're smarter than we are. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says they have no wine. The B part of verse 3, the mother of Jesus exposed uh, the elephant in the room. She exposed the secret that nobody wanted to talk about. They were out of wine. They were partying with no wine. The band was still playing. All the band was still in the band loft. <laughs> I'm teaching as I'm going. Because <clears throat> see, I'm not supposed to have a band that leaves when the preaching started. I I'm sorry, did I say that on Mother's Day? God, help me now. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. I guess it was your pastor that got me started <laughs> going off on everybody. But <clears throat> Now, they were still dancing and drinking and laughing and having a party. They weren't drinking because they was out of wine. All dressed up, but out of wine. Mary lets us know that the world will eventually come to us. Don't get jealous of the world. They coming to you, e even though they've been looking down on you and, and, and making wisecracks about you on a job, hang in there, baby, because they're coming to you because they have no wine. Ooh, verse number four, Je Jesus said, Jesus said, woman, he's a little irritated now, woman, well, 
what, what, what do I have to do with this? The NIV says, my time hadn't come. The Message Bible says, that's none of our business, Mama. This isn't my time, so don't be pushing me. Uh-oh. Jesus is showing us that we serve a God of ages. We, we serve a God of uh, seasons, times, and years. Da- David said in Psalms 31 and 15 that our times are in God's hands. Say that with me. Our times are in God's hands. Now, everybody say that with me. Our times are in God's Jesus is saying the timing's not right. It, it's out of sequence. It's uh, the schedule's off. The timing's off. This was an unscheduled miracle. And, and when Jesus said, it's not my hour, uh, he, he's letting us know we serve a God uh, that's organized, that has a schedule, that is very structured. God's trying to teach us at a marriage feast to respect time. And the first step for your next miracle, your first step for your next uh, miracle, your first step, something just went off, uh, but your, your first step for this next miracle is you have to operate on a schedule. Ezekiel 3 and 1 says, there's a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. The word time is used in Ecclesiastes 26 times in that one chapter. 1 Peter 5 and 6 says, if you'll humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, in due time, you'll be promoted. Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar, it's God that changes the times and the seasons. And when it's your time, devils can't stop you. I said, when, your time, when it's your time, haters can't stop you. When it's your time, baby, you're unstoppable. I want all the mamas to shout, I'm unstoppable. Mm-hmm. See, when it's your time, baby, you're bad to the bone. Now, God, God will work unscheduled miracles though even though he's a god that is organized very organized you saw the sun come up in the east this morning thank god (laughs) that the rain is gone (laughs) it's gonna be a well uh he's very organized and but i've seen god work unscheduled uh miracles my my brother called me i'm he's watching online uh, because he's in East Texas with his mama, so I have to be careful. But, uh, yeah, I'm being careful. But he calls me last, not this past Friday, but Friday last. And, and he said, uh, Mike, he calls me Mike. Y'all, y'all call me Bishop, but he calls me. He said, Mike, <sighs> I just got a family miracle. I can't go into it. But he said, and I don't even deserve it. He said, I hadn't even been walking on the path. He said, Grandma showed me the path, but I've been way off of it. And, and then he said, Pastor Jason said to ask Big the last Sunday I was here. So he said, I, I called the owner, not the, the owner of the company, and said, 
uh, I need a $600 a month raise. And his boss started cussing. I, I won't say what John said, but he, he said, you're, right now, you're the highest paid pipe engineer in the city of Houston, and Houston is where it all happens. No, you can't have a raise. And he's thinking, hmm. One hour later, um, uh, a secretary call, Human Resources, emailed him and said, uh, your $600 a month raise will be on your check you get in April 29th. So, so he calls me back again, and, and he says, I don't even deserve, I hadn't even been living right. Love you, John. He got, he said, I, he said, first time I've ever did this in my life. I've never heard it in my life. He said, I sowed a $600 resurrection seed. I didn't, I've never heard that in my life. He said, and I told my family, I set them down. We, we, now we're getting $600 a month. Uh, <laughs> not just, I'm sorry. It, somebody shout, I'm expecting unscheduled miracles. Oh, Lord, help me now. Uh, shout unscheduled miracles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a God, a God of unscheduled uh, miracles. And uh, so, so don't judge a thing before it's time. Don't start criticizing and give it up on God uh, too early. The Message Bible says, don't jump to conclusions with your judgment. Uh, Give all the evidence time to come in. See, later on in the story, the governor said, this is an extraordinary feast. Normally, normally they, they wait until uh, the last of the feast to give the bad wine. He said, but you've saved the best. We serve a God, see, that, that will save the best and at last, it, it was unscheduled, but they took it anyway. Is there anybody that would take an unscheduled miracle? I mean, it, it, it's not really your time or your season. But if you would take an unscheduled miracle anyway, shout, I'll take it anyway. Now, now be part of verse 4. Uh, my hour's not yet come. Now, I take that statement right there as a polite no. I mean, Jesus is so cool. He's such a gentleman. He's so polite. He's being, even though he's exasperated with his mother, he, he, because she's embarrassed him in front of all these people, um, uh, he still said no. Verse 5, and his mother said to the servants, whatever he says for you to do, just do it. It's like she didn't even hear him. She, she goes right, she takes over. She asked him to do it. He says no politely, so she just takes over and starts telling the servants, whatever he says to do, just do it. Uh, she's a make it happen woman. Are there any make it happen women in the room right now? Oh, come on. Y'all make some noise if you make it happen, woman. You know, you know you had to make it happen when he walked out. I, I mean, I'm sorry. The, the second step 
for your next miracles, you can't take no for an answer. You see, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a productive leader, you can't take no for an answer. Mary starts looking for a solution. She starts troubleshooting because she won't take no for an answer. A, a pastor asked me if if I thought that leaders were just born or if they were developed. And I said, in most cases, both. They're developed and they're born pre-wired to be a leader. And, and you can always tell a leader because you never hear them talking about problems. They're just talking about solutions. Two weeks ago, I heard Levi humming. He was in his playroom, his, our theater room, but he's turned it into a playroom. It looks like Toys R Us. I think when they went out of business, they brought all the stuff to her. And I heard him in there going, so I'm thinking, ah, I'm going to get in on this. And, and so I come in and I say, uh, Levi, you want to play Batman and Robin? He said, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, okay, then I'm Batman. You're Robin. He said, no, thank you. <laughs> he said, I'm Batman, you're Robin. See, see, I thought being I'm the 65-year-old and he's the five-year-old, I should be Batman, but not in his mind. You see, God pre-wired him uh, to be a leader. And, and I've already seen it in the spirit. He's he leading off. He, a little girl comes uh, to the kids' ministry where he's at right now. He'd rather be in here. In fact, he wanted to wear his Batman costume today because I told him I was going to be preaching about Batman. And he said, I'm Batman, you're Robin. Okay. And a little girl starts crying because she don't want to be left. And, and, and Levi says, it's going to be okay. Has a little tear in his voice with her. It's going to be okay. Jesus is here. Now, be part of verse 5. Mary said to the servants, See, a good servant knows how to follow instructions. This miracle hinged on two parts. The A part, being a good leader. The B part is servitude. See, see a lot of strong-willed leaders, and, and I'm around a lot of them, And most of them can't follow. I can give instructions, but they know a better way. Now, if, if, you don't, if you don't believe in the importance of people following instructions, then, then hire somebody that can't. And you'll find out you've got chaos. I said to do it this way, and it was done that. And the third step for your next miracle, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you having the right talent around you. Yeah. Big Dave called me. Normally, we just text each other. But he calls me on this third point, And he said, Bishop, I, I can't read your writing. 
he said, you've got down, it's going to take having the, the right, the rat talent, the R-A-T rallet. I said, that's abbreviation, Dave. Come, you you, you got to get with the program. Has anybody found my drummer yet? See, you got to get with the program. You got to have the right talent around you. See, sometimes God will give you instructions that don't make any sense. Like marching around a wall seven times and then shouting. What kind of sense does that make? Or, or Jesus spitting in the ground and making a mud ball and saying, now what I'm fixing to do is I'm fixing to put mud balls in both your eyes. What kind of, I mean, that made it worse, wouldn't it? But see, God's instruction will not always make sense. But you don't have to understand an instruction from God. You just have to do it. When God gives an instruction, reason is not required. It must be your faith and faith alone that opens that door. Verse number seven, Jesus said, fill the six water pots with water. Now, these six pots, they, they look, where's my pots at, Dave? These six pots, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. They, they just, they just look like common pots. Okay. Uh, that just, but, but, but see, when, when it's, when it's your time or maybe it's not your time. See, it wasn't their time, but God still turned the water into wine. See, even if it's not your season and time, you can still ask God to turn it in your favor. Now, now, th th this is the strange. Th this is the this is the strange part of of the context here. Uh, the uh, turning this this water into wine because my question was when I saw this did it turn into wine in the in the pot in one of the pots or when they poured the wine from the pot into the picture is that when it turned into wine or did it turn into wine when when they poured Where's Chase at? Huh? See, Chase, I told Chase to have this poured in the picture so the folks wouldn't see me pouring it uh, in the picture because it came from the pot into the picture. Or did it turn into wine uh, when they poured it in the glass? See, I tend to believe that it turned into wine when they actually poured it in the governor's glass because sometimes God will let you get your toes right up to the Red Sea before he parts that water. And your fourth point for this next miracle, keep pouring out your love 
Oh, y'all got quiet on me right there. Keep, 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 keep pouring out your, your love and, and your ministry and, and your gift and your praise and your support, even, even when people are ugly to you. Some people are just born. You know, like I was talking about people just born a leader. Some people just born mean-spirited. Nobody taught them. They're just born that way. Okay. And when you have to deal with these kinds of people, you got to keep on loving. Or maybe it's your spouse. Hear how quiet it got right there? Oh, I hit a nerve. I'm going to have to work that thing. <laughs> Maybe it's your spouse that's provoking you. Oh, help me now, Jesus. i I got to be careful. Uh, I, I met with a husband that said, uh, and I'm not even going to look at the congregation. I'm, I met at a husband, a husband uh, that said, my wife just provokes me to death, and I just don't know what to do. And, and I said, well, something's causing that. She made me so mad I went and had an affair. And, but, but, but she can't let it go. And now she just keeps throwing it up in my face. Every time I look up, it's just in my face. And you're supposed to have an answer. That's why I don't do any counseling anymore. And I said, okay, I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. You messed up. <laughs> Lord, y'all done went deathly quiet. <laughs> I said, all the ladies say, you messed up. Yes. Now say it with an attitude. Yes. Say it like you would say it to your husband. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Whew, I'm feeling better now. I said, but you but you got kids. You gotta get out, you gotta get up early and stay up late, and you gotta bring the money in. He said, I do bring it in, but she just goes off on me and off on me and off. Baby, there's nothing like a mad mama. And it's going to probably take you eternity to fix that. But you still get out there. You still get out there and you work hard. And you quit talking to yourself. I'm going to tell her what I'm going to do. I'm going to shut that mess up. It's your responsibility to take care of that family. And you just go ahead and take a verbal barrage if that's what it takes. But you keep loving them kids. You keep loving that mama. And, and do not disgrace the wife of your youth, the scripture says. You get over your stupid fantasies and, and just, start, just start supporting that. Put that energy into creative uh, businesses and streams. And somebody shall just make it work, daddy. So, so you have to keep pouring it out. 
you have to just, because the miracle, I believe personally, was in the pouring. I believe if you will just keep on pouring and and even if you're not in your season and even if it's not your time because God if you asked him ever now and then God will do unscheduled miracles he he'll do strange miracles and I told my wife the week of Easter Holy Week I said God spoke to me he said he's going to do strange miracles it's not even going to feel like a miracle it's not even going to seem like a miracle because sometimes God will just turn water into wine he'll turn common into extraordinary if you'll ask him to he's a good good father but you gotta ask. You gotta ask big and keep pouring out your love and keep pouring out of your ministry, even when it seems like uh, you're unappreciated. And <laughs> Somebody told my wife last week that, that they were working for the ministry, but it just seemed like they were unappreciated. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought the check was appreciation. Don't go to this mama right here because she, <laughs> if you want to, somebody sympathize with you, go to Katie. Uh, <clears throat> but you got to keep on keeping on, baby. You, you got to, I said, you got to keep on keeping on. Uh, you, you, I said, you got to keep doing what you're doing, what you're doing. And, and, and don't let the wine get sour. Don't, don't, don't let it get polluted uh, in your you got the wine baby but you got to protect the wine because you can let flies get in that wine and it'll spoil the wine sometimes it's during the process sometime during this process the water was turned in the wine and in the fifth step to your next miracle in this season, don't abort the process. It may not happen overnight, and it probably won't happen like you've got it all figured out. Okay, but if you'll just stay in the, your promise is tied up in the process. So, so don't curse and get frustrated with the process. It's the process that's causing the, fer- that, 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 that water to ferment, those grapes to ferment. I don't know how in the world it happened, but it happened in the process. If you can receive this word, I want you to stand and give God a high hand praise so I can get you to your dinner reservation. Is that all the folks that received this? I went through hell to bring you this. (laughs) You don't know the cost of the wine. (laughs) Now, now, I I believe that, that this fifth step, if you will just keep pouring, if you will just keep pouring out, so somebody asked me the other day, they said, what, what happened to this? Uh, I said, you see this uh, uh, girl on the praise team and now I don't even see her anywhere now. I said, she got polluted. 
See, life will pollute you. And I can't let somebody stay up here. I, I know y'all think that I'm already retired, but really, I'm watching things and tweaking things. But because, see, if we don't tweak them, we can't go to the next level. We'll be the same place as we are next Mother's Day this time. And God showed me, get more organized, get, get more structured, get, 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 get this timing right and let's and let's get this right and let's get that right and we're getting it right baby mm -hmm. but you have to keep pouring out number four you have to keep pouring out your gifts and see The groom had it going on because he did choose servants that could follow instruction. Because if the servants would have just started looking at each other, saying, why, why in the world, 30 gallons? Have, have you ever carried 30 gallons of water? I mean, I got a five-gallon water keg out of my truck last week, and I thought it was going to break my back. Have you ever carried 30 gallons? But these servants, the bridegroom had the right servants in place. See, because they didn't look at each other funny. They just quickly followed the instruction. And they filled the water pots with water. Hmm. And somewhere in the pouring, and, and, and I came to tell somebody here or watching online, if you'll just, I know you're tired. <laughs> somebody told me we've had church Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and now it's Sunday. Ooh, I'm tired. I'm wore out. I need a vacation keep pouring but right now just just for just for three minutes I wonder if we could pour out our praise uh, I, I, I wonder if we could just lift our hands to the master that can turn he can turn water into wine he he can turn your marriage around he can turn your finances around he can turn your kids around he can turn you around.
just worship him just a minute on Mother's Day? All these old bones are gonna sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These old bones are tired, Bishop. Make those old bones praise the Lord up in here. All the earth is shouting and praising. He causes the trees to cry out. He'll cause the waves in the ocean. tell you what, I want every mother to come. No, where are you going? I want every couple and every mother in the house. Come around these altars. Come quickly. Come quickly because I'm on a schedule. I'm going to have you walking out of here at 12 o'clock or y'all just turn my mic off if it gets 12 o'clock. I know you're looking at your watch. It's your You need God to turn something in your life. I want you to lift those hands right now. Do it quickly. It doesn't take God long to work. If you need something big to turn.
yeah, yeah. Now, now this is what God showed me. This is what God showed me. He showed me 30 people that need an unscheduled miracle. 30 people. Now, don't get offended. If it's not you, it's, I'm, I, we'll see you next week. And you'll have your pastor back up here. Things will be back to good again. But there's 30 people right now that need an unscheduled turnaround. And if that's you, I want you to get a $180 seat. I don't need it. It's not for a project. It's not for me. It's for you. If you need God to turn your water into wine, get that seed as quickly as you need God to move. Now, now, there were six pots. Where's my six pots at? Is all my IT guys left already? I've got three minutes. Where's my pots? Okay, these were ordinary pots and it didn't seem like it made any sense, but thank God for some servants that understood servitude and they filled the pots with water. Now, what I want to show you is six, six times 30 is 180. If you're here and you need God to turn things in a 180. Now, see, only God can turn some things. You know, I don't want to turn around. I don't want a 360. I want a 180. If you need a 180, I want you to get that seed in this water pot as quickly as you can. Because I've only got three minutes and i got to keep my word. Now, put it in the water pot if you've got a 180 or if you need a 180. Now, each that's 180 gallons. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got carried away. I'm trying to go too fast. I'm the first partaker because oh, somebody will pick it up. You don't have to worry about money. When it falls, somebody will grab it. I've, I've got an engineer working already on the site plan for the new youth center. It's going to be about a $5 million project. We're putting a wall. You see the wall at the rock layers out there. What's, what's he doing working on Sunday? The oxygen ditch. So we're going we're gonna to build that wall all the way around the parking lot, all the way around the part of the property, all around these 15 acres. Oh, I've only got two minutes. I ran into a businessman that owns all this back here, and he said, Pastor, don't make this public, but I'm moving all of those trailers out of there, and I'm building apartments, and I want you to partner with me. Amen. I just happened to run into him, and I said, Oh, it was an unexpected, uh, unscheduled thing. I was at Home Depot pouring concrete and I had concrete all over me. Concrete in my hair and on my cap. And I hadn't even had the time to get a haircut. My wife said, baby, I'm gonna cut your hair this morning. I said, okay, okay then, okay. But she didn't have time and I didn't either. But I said, I'll tell you what, 
I need about three more acres of your property. He said, what for? I said, to build a park and for expansion. He said, well, I need something too. He said, we've got a bad rap from the county because my crazy brother, Lord, I hope they're not watching. They're probably not because they're atheists. <laughs> my crazy brother has off the county and they're not going to give me a permit so I need you to come in there because you've got favor with the county so I could get the building permits he said I'm going to build four move trailers out build four uh, build, bring trailers he said I'm going to bring this whole area up he said and I'll give you that three acres with a contingency that I have some parking uh, on that because I'm going to turn this whole thing around. I said, I'm with you, brother. He said, when can we have lunch? And I said, you name it. He said, where do you like to eat? I said, Rue Chris. Don't matter which location. I started to say, are you buying? But, but see, God, when, when, when unexpected people start coming into your life, listen to me right now. When they start coming into you, that means God's up to something. When he starts gathering people and you just start running into them and you're thinking, what was that all about? What was that all about? That's unscheduled miracles that are coming. If, if you've got your 180 seed, I'm going to pray for you. you got to come quick though because I've only got 60 seconds and I'm out of here because my reservations are at 1230 and i got to go. I'm going to pray for you quickly. Don't ask me to give you a word or to prophesy or to tell you 10 things that's going to come. Just bring that 180. I'm going to pray for it. I can't turn it around. God is the only one that can do a 180 in your life. He can turn your family around. He can turn your marriage around. He can turn your finances around. He can blow your debt clear out of the water. Father, thank you right now for these that are coming. We're believing you for a supernatural turnaround. I know you said there's 30 people that you're gonna supernaturally, supernaturally, unscheduled miracle, you're gonna get involved and turn this thing completely around. Father, we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody shout Jesus. On your envelope, just put, this is for my turnaround. God bless you. Stand to your feet one more time. Father, I pray over the service today, every seed that's being planted right now, thank you for this season of supernatural miracles. And we give you all the praise. And we're going to keep pouring out, pouring out our love to you in Jesus' name.